on the pitch. Swing and a base hit to left center field. Hank Amelia's going to score. This game is over. On an RBI hit by Mickey Poe. All right, Patrick Gordon, the Philadelphia Baseball Review, here with you on late Sunday night, early Monday, uh, following the Phillies' season-opening series with the Miami Marlins. Um, tough to lose two or three here. Really tough to open the year, dropping two or three to this Marlins team that, on paper at least, should not be um, not playing the Phillies as tight as they have. You know, last year the Phillies have lost ten of eighteen or ten of nineteen to the Marlins. This year, dropping two of three to open the year. You know, and the real problem here is every game is so valuable. A sixty-game season, each game. You know, it was almost triple the value in comparison to a regular 162 game year. So you're looking at two losses early on to a divisional opponent uh, that you really should have beaten. Uh, again, at least on paper. So major concerns here for the Phils. Now they're going up four straight games against uh, arguably one of the you know best teams in baseball. Definitely one of the favorites for the World Series. You know, the Yankees. You have two games at home, two games up on the road. It's a tight spot. It really is. It really is. Bryce Harper said it yesterday uh, post game. He said, "You, you, you don't want to blink of an eye. You can be one and six to start the year, and that's not what anybody's looking at uh, or wanting to do." So, big concerns there for the Phillies. A couple takeaways this weekend: the bats. All right. So, definite patience demonstrated at the plate. All right. Over the weekend, uh, second best walk rate in baseball at sixteen percent. Uh, and the third best K rate at the plate with 15%. The issue comes into putting the ball in play. Uh, a lot of hits just, you know, not there, just not falling for not falling for the fills. Uh, the patience at the plate is there, and we've seen this with the team, you know, in years past where they're patient at the plate. They work the work the pitchers. They work work to get the walks. Um, but you need those key hits, and um, you know, really not succeeding at all with runners in scoring position. Um, Andrew McCutcheon had an awful, awful start, um, you know, to the season. So hopefully that's something that can get turned around quickly, again, with how soon uh, or with how short this year is. Also looking at the bullpen, 6.17 ERA over the weekend. Big trouble there, big trouble. I mean, we knew going in that there was a lot of unknowns, you know, Rosso and, um, you know, the others. And Joe Girardi kind of, you know, mentioned several times before the start of the season, we're running with the youth, we're going with the youth here, we're not concerned with, you know, veterans uh, necessarily in the pen. And um, hopefully this is not a sign of what's to come, but uh, a 6.17 ERA for the bullpen over the first three games, not a good sign uh, for things moving forward. And then lastly, Vinny Velasquez. Um, you know, you, you we've seen him now for several seasons, and his stuff at times can be tantalizing. You can see, um, you know, in an electric fastball, you know, he's worked on his arsenal pitches uh, since you know, spring training with summer camp. He's worked with Brian Price, Phil's new pitching coach, and to see yesterday's outcome, it was disappointing. I think everybody had a bit higher hopes, and Vinny himself even admitted afterwards. You know, he was a bit disappointed. Um, you know, in, in such a short season, we the Phils are not in a position to continue to, you know, give Vinny or uh, Zach Eflin or even Jake Arrieta four, five, six starts to kind of 
you get their feet under them. It, you, it just we don't have the time. The time isn't there. So Vinny Velasquez, um, Girardi said, will make his next start, which will be on a Friday uh, against Toronto, and that game is going to be played at Citizens Bank Park because of the issues Toronto is having with uh, getting Buffalo all set up and fit to be um, you know major league ready. As you know, the Blue Jays are not allowed to play in Canada uh, due to the coronavirus. So, but yeah, Vinny Velasquez is sort of a disappointment um, on Sunday. You know, again, you look at some some other highlights. You know, Phil Goslin just raking, killing the ball uh, over the last couple of weeks. It was good to see him. You know, Malvern and Prep product come out and uh, have a two homer game on Saturday. Zach Wheeler, I thought, was outstanding in his Phillies debut on Saturday as well. Uh, he looked really, really good. Um, also, you got to take a look at um, Aaron Nola. Aaron Nola looked great through five innings. Just that sixth inning, he hit a wall. Uh, and he even admitted that afterwards. He, you know, a couple bad pitches there in the sixth uh, in the opener. Uh, he left the, the pitch up to Aguilar, who uh, ended up hitting a two-run shot. So, one of the things to look for in Nola's next outing uh, against the Yanks, which I believe is on Wednesday, um, you know, was really to see how he goes through the lineup the third time, how he handles that, uh, because he's somebody the Phillies are going to need to rely on. If the bullpen is going to be shaky, you're going to need your starters to go a little bit further, and you know that's a big problem. That's a big ask anymore in baseball. Most starters don't go six, seven. Uh, Eight and they're definitely not going eight innings, but six or seven innings. Most starters are getting five if you're lucky. All right, that's just kind of the shape of baseball, especially this season with the shortened uh, camp. So Aaron Nola is going to need to figure something out, being the Phillies ace here, going into a second start. Now, you know, he was asked the other day about, you know, do you feel the pressure and you know of of going out there knowing it's a short season, knowing that you need to. You know, make every start you know phenomenal essentially, and and he said no that he doesn't feel that pressure, and I can understand that. Um, and no one player should feel all of that pressure, but on the same hand, you know, look, you may get twelve starts, thirteen maybe. Um, you can't throw, <laughs> you don't have the time or ability to throw out a couple clunkers. So Arnola really against this Yankees lineup that is stacked uh, has his has his job cut out for him. He very well could could excel, but uh, I think for the Phil's bullpen, uh, you know, again, 6.17 ERA, 1.63 whip over the weekend. I think for the Phil's to succeed, they're going to need Nola and Wheeler to just kind of put out dominant performances every time because the back end of the rotation with Velasquez, Arietta, and Eflin, you're just you're not going to know what you're going to get from from start to start. Now. Spencer Spencer Howard. Spencer Howard is eligible. He's eligible now. Um, you know to come up uh, and take a spot in rotation. Uh, the way it's set up, however, though, is you would need to stay out the first six days of the season for his um, clock to not begin. Meaning that the years the Phils can reserve a, an additional year of eligibility of Spencer, uh, assuming he doesn't uh, play within the first six games. So. Um, he pitched yesterday out in uh, Lehigh Valley. He pitched on Sunday and uh, looked solid. He would be scheduled to pitch again on Friday. Uh, Girardi was not 
you know, wasn't it didn't seem he didn't seem interested in having Spencer up just yet. Um, you know, we kind of deferred to Clint Tackle in that. Uh, he was very adamant that Velasquez will make that next start. But again, if, if Vinny falters, I think uh, I think it's I think you make the move for Spencer and uh, see what he can offer. So, you know, Phil's top pitching prospect, um, great great stuff. Uh, you know, I think he could be a, could be a solid addition. You also have you know if for whatever reason they deem Spencer not to be ready. Although he does appear to be ready, uh, you have Nick Pavetta waiting in the wings, uh, you know, to pick up, you know, a back end rotation spot. But again, like I've said this before with Pavetta and Velasquez, we've been down, we've seen that show before. We know how that goes. You know, again, Pavetta very similar to Velasquez, great stuff at times, uh, very powerful, uh, good fastball. But it's just the putting it all together um, is is a struggle. So we'll see what comes of um, we'll see what comes of that, but again, I think Girardi's going to be in a tough spot if the Phils drop three or four here with the Yanks, um, which is possible. Um, you know, what do you do at that point? Already kind of down in your division. Um, now, don't get me wrong; this extra format with the uh, extra addition of playoff teams is going to help the Phils. Going to help a lot of teams now um, because you don't necessarily need to. You know, come in first place now. You can be in second place, or, or just have a you know probably a 500 record and, and get in. Um, so again, the wheels aren't falling off totally. I don't want anybody to think that way. Um, you know, <laughs> you read Twitter, you see people ready to jump off the Ben Franklin. You know, just because uh, you know three games in we've lost two, but you know, on the same hand, there's that sense of urgency that has to be there. And when you're looking at you know, Vinny Velasquez putting out, you know, a really rough outing. Nola failing to get through the sixth. That, you know, ERA over six for the relievers. You know, we kind of go, we've seen this, you know, show before. We know how this ends. Um, so, again, I would say this, though. Girardi commands. Girardi's very different. So, you know, whereas under Kapler, I feel as if people would say, well, we've seen this. We know what to expect. You know, things aren't going to get much better. I think Girardi is is going to command that clubhouse and um sit players down and say look you're you're not performing you're not doing this you're not doing that you need to do this you need to do that um i really think he you know you you, they're, they're, you can't even compare Girardi and Kapler let's be honest they're not even in the same same conversation so i think Girardi will uh you know again if the wheels start to fall off i would much rather be in a position where Girardi is Manning that clubhouse than, than say, Kapler. Uh, Robert Stock was claimed off waivers yesterday by Boston. Um, pretty wild stuff with this coronavirus uh, with the Marlins. Uh, as you heard yesterday, the starter, Jose Arena, uh, scratched with, with Corona, several other players in the Marlins. You know, Bryce Harker was asked about this yesterday after the contest and mentioned that he, um, you know, put a mask on while, while at first base. You know, just as a precautionary measure, it'll be interesting to see what Major League Baseball does, if anything. You know, if you think about opening night, three hours before first pitch, and and, and the news of Soto coming down with, um, you know, testing positive for COVID, you know, that kind of set the precedent that they're not going to postpone or, or do anything with games just because a player or two uh, test positive. But the Marlins are in a spot where there's several players right now who have tested positive. Um you know, and they're they're supposed to open the series uh, with Baltimore uh, today down in Miami, 
and um, if I read it right, last night, Sunday night, Don Mattingly mentioned that the team was staying in Philadelphia overnight. So I assume they're flying down this morning to Miami and opening the series uh, there. So, I, I, you know, again, there's going to be some really interesting um, sub-headlines coming out uh, this season beyond baseball that are really going to make you scratch your head. So... Taking a look, at, again, the Phils start a four-game uh, set with the Yankees tonight. The first two are here at Citizens Bank Park. You have Arietta against Tapp. Um, Arietta missed you know, parts of the uh, second half of last year uh, due to Bowen Spurs. He says he's feeling good. Uh, he's in the final year of his contract. Uh, on Tuesday, the Phils have Zach Eflin going against Jared Cole. Uh, Jared Cole was phenomenal um, in his first outing of the season, uh, posting 1.880 ERA against the Nats. Um, that game was cut short due to rain. It was looking like a monsoon there. Um, and then on Wednesday, uh, Nolan goes up against uh, Jordan Montgomery. Uh, that'll be the home opener for the Yanks. And uh, again, an important star for Nola. Um, ideally, trying to get through the lineup that third time around. That's going to be crucial for him. All right, so we'll leave it there. Um, again, be sure to continue to follow uh, our Phillies coverage and coverage of all things baseball in Philadelphia, PhiladelphiaBaseballReview.com. Also, if you're not yet, be sure to follow me on Twitter, P Gordon PBR. Um, also, we have a mailing list. Send out daily newsletters uh, every weekday with some. You know, solid Phillies insights, some some articles and and some links to things that we're working on. Um, so be sure to check that out. You can subscribe by uh, joining, uh, just visiting the website. Pop up comes up. Uh, put your email address in, and, and you can subscribe. And again, we send out messaging every day, sort of with some news insights. Uh, you know, getting ready for that day's action and uh, letting you know about any happenings uh, across the baseball landscape in Philadelphia. So with that said, again, Patrick Gordon, managing editor of Philadelphia Baseball Review. Uh, thanks for listening.